welcome to the Hobby Tassel podcast. I'm Gemma. And I'm Candice. This is the podcast for creatives run by two fellow business owners who discuss the ups and downs of creative entrepreneurship. From dealing with imposter syndrome to celebrating new business milestones, we're here to talk about all of them with you. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm with my co-host Gemma today. And we're going to be talking about things to do when your business is quiet. So basically when you're in the down season, whichever season or time that is for your industry, for me right now, it's kind of like the January until spring kicks in. Um, For Gemma, I don't really know when that is. So Gemma, when's your down season and what do you do? I would say my down season is actually summer, which is weird when you think about it. You would have thought, summer people would be out and about wanting to do stuff but for some reason summer workshops are really quiet I think because my workshops involve people going and learning something and having a cuppa it feels like quite an autumnal or winter activity so it's quite quiet during the summertime and see I feel like I've heard of people referencing the summer slump So I think that is kind of something that happens in the art industry. January definitely is a quieter time in business because people are skint. (laughs) People have just spent loads of money at Christmas. People just generally aren't spending as much. I don't think anyway. And just to clarify, Gemma does do calligraphy. And I understand a lot of wedding calligraphers are fully booked for the summer. But Gemma is more of the teaching and coaching industry not necessarily weddings. If I was doing anything related to weddings, then 100% I understand why summers would be like the more busy time and the Christmas time would be the more downtime. But yeah, that's that's where we're at with our business. So yeah, for me, definitely January was January to February is the downtime. And I think September and October is another downtime-ish. Mm. Which is quite nice so to have you, if you yeah, have a bit of quiet yeah. time before Christmas. But we're not on about Christmas. <laughs> We've been on about <laughs> Christmas before. We're on about just quiet times in general. So in terms of some things to do when you're quiet, the first thing that comes to my mind is tidying. I, I'm not I'm not messy, but I'm not the tidiest person in general. The, the places in my house that tend to get the messiest are areas that I'm responsible for, um, which is largely like my stationery cupboard and my personal drawers that are linked to my desk. So I do have a system that works for a little while until I get busy in my business and then I just throw it in. (laughs) But I get a bit stressed when things are a mess and just having that declutter is just not only therapeutic to work through it all, but it just sets me up in the right space when I pick up again it feels like I can focus on work Um, but it doesn't just have to be your physical space it could be your digital space as well so you know you could listen to a podcast and sort out your files I know that might sound boring like sorting out your digital files but when you're busy and you're looking for stuff and it's a mess it's really annoying so you know stuff on your computer but things like Canva do you know how messy my Canva is it's horrible it's horrible to find stuff on there (laughs) you know it's those sorts of digital spaces that could really do with a tidy up when you're quiet because it really interrupts with efficiency you're right when like 
you guys can't see it, but Gemma can. When I got really busy over the Christmas, I still haven't cleaned it. And I, whenever I look at it, I'm like, I don't even want to touch it, but I have to. So basically, the more clean and tidy something is, the less time you are spending looking for the certain thing that you are looking at or looking for. So that does help a lot with efficiency when you're at a busier time because you're not going to have time to clean. Like imagine if you have all these things to do and then you're like, oh, I should clean. Like you're not going to have time to clean. It's the same as cooking. Like you're not going to have time to wipe things down when you have something that's already like cooking and needs your attention right away. So that's one thing that you guys can do. Um, digital organizing as well. Not a lot of people think about that. So it's really nice that you mentioned that because mine is a mess. <laughs> you know how I look for things? The search bar. Who uses the search oh, bar? No. no one. <laughs> mine is nowhere near that bad. But also you kept running out of space, didn't you? So it's the type time of year where you'd want to sort that sort of thing out so that you're not stressed and you're rushing and trying to save a project and then there's no space and it's just oh, more chaotic. Yeah. yeah. But what about stock organization? Like, I don't want to go too much into the specifics of that, but do you tend to do that when it's quiet? Yes. Like, yeah. I have planned end of this month or sometime around this month is for me to... So something that I used to do when I worked in, I guess, Starbucks or something was inventory counting. But we did that on a daily basis. So we knew exactly what we had and what we needed on a weekly basis because of our daily counting. And so I don't really count my washi tapes or other inventory until six months later. I just kind of guesstimate what I have. I really shouldn't. It's really bad. But I always just make sure that I have enough stock for the next at least few months. That way, if anything is short, I can order it right away. Stuff like that. But in order for me to get to that point, I do need to count everything. The last time I did a full inventory count was probably seven months ago or sometime in the summer. Where I complained that I had no room in my living room. Yeah. I imagine so that's, that's really very easy to put off. But then you'll get in trouble if, say, you're short of something and then you can't deliver for a customer and then oh, 100%. you have to cancel yeah, that's the, the thing order I'm very... and then Etsy <laughs> punishes you forever. Yeah. So, yeah, tidy your space. That is tip number one of, or option number one of things to do when you're quiet. Another thing you could do when you're quiet, it sounds very exciting, and it's to refine your processes. But <laughs> this is your chance to actually think about what you do in your business and how you can make your life easier. Refine pro refining processes sounds boring, but if you could save yourself money and save yourself time and just make your life easier in general, why wouldn't you want to do that? An example for me is... I teach workshops at least once a month, typically, and it doesn't take me very long to teach workshops now to organize one. But the biggest thing that my workshops rely on is me reliably printing out workbooks. And there have been times when my printers just said, nah, <laughs> not doing it. And it's the night before. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm so stressed. And I'm like, probably crying to Callum, like, Callum, is still working. What are we going to do? And he's like, it's fine. Just do this, this, this. It's just it's just a pain, basically. I could be more organized and say, I'll just print everything months in advance. But I'm not that organized. What I need to do instead is just make things easier. So what I've decided to do this year is actually get them printed up proper printers so that rather than printing out all the pages making sure they're all correct and that all the pages are there 
they're there ready for me. I just count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, etc. And I can go. It's that's my motivation behind it. It's things like that that will just make your life easier. Can you think of one off the top of your head, Candice? Like This is something that I don't know if I mentioned before, but Jaman, I know I told you before. One of the things that are very important for people to understand in terms of how to grow your income may not now this sounds weird. It doesn't actually necessarily come from also increasing your prices. Because increasing your pricing would mean, you know, customers have to pay more, which some are not happy to do. So one thing that you can do from refining your process is to actually lower your cost. Mm. Lowering your cost is a very efficient way to increase your income because it's per product. Well, at least for me, it is. So for example, I used to buy, this goes kind of back into our inventory thing. I used to buy like a hundred pieces of sticker paper, which obviously would be more expensive by per sheet than compared to if I buy a thousand pieces. Cause now I buy them in thousands. I don't buy it any more than that because I, I can't, I'm small. I can't carry things. It's heavy. So um, refining your process for me is things that I can do to reduce the cost of something that's a that's a good point yeah and i guess not to jump too much down a rabbit hole but putting it in your calendar when things are due for renewal um oh yeah so if you haven't done that that could be a process you quickly put in place so for example i send out a lot of emails so at the start of last year i upgraded my website service so that i could send out more emails and it's quite expensive it's like 200 pound a year And it was due for renewal next week. And I was planning not to use it again this year. I'm switching to one I'm already paying for for something else. But if I hadn't have sat down and checked, that would have have come out and I couldn't have done anything about it. And then that's over £200 just gone. (laughs) So what I'd like to do is just sit down and pop these renewal dates in my calendar. Um, So that's something you can do as well. And it doesn't also have to be just your renewals. You could also refine your your days. So something that I'm changing up is going to be my shipping days. And my shipping days is still three to five or three to seven business. I don't re- fully remember. But now I have a more efficient schedule to make sure that I'm going to hit the more three to f- four business days. But I'm still letting people know just in case like the volume kind of like catches up to me and stuff like that so i'll refine my i'm gonna start off with refining my week first so like mondays i have this tuesdays i have that and stuff like that and so so that's something that you guys can do because as a work like a full-time work from home artist even if you're part-time you need to also include your full-time into your schedule or your school into your schedule it's something that can help you stay a little bit more organized and keep your mental health up at peak yeah 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 yeah. the more you'll feel unorganized the more i sorry the more i feel unorganized the more anxious i get and stressed when it could all just be like oh right this is my schedule i need to work on this not like oh my god what's the next priority that i needed to work on because i can't remember it jumping on to the next thing you can do 
the first couple ones are a bit more chill. <laughs> the one I'm suggesting is a challenge that I have been working on. So I have created something called Jumpstart January, which is for people who really want to start their year off feeling proactive and feeling like they're doing something and making progress. So there's three challenges. One is about sending out newsletters for the rest of the year. One is for making business friends. And then the other one is improving the quality of your photos. So definitely go check that out. It will be linked in the podcast description. And each challenge has like a daily task for you to do. So it's only a month long. It just helps you feel like you're on the right track. And I just set this up because a January is such a long month and sometimes you don't know what you're doing and you're still in that Christmas kind of like the lost days in between Christmas and New Year where you don't really know what's going on. So this challenge is just to kind of get you refocused if that's what you personally need. Yeah, because the transition between holidays, because I feel like the holidays was such a... Because if you're a business owner or like just anyone, the holidays last so long. And then January, I think when I was a student, the only thing that kind of made me go back to not reality, but kind of reality was the first day of school which I no longer experience because I'm no longer in school so I understand that yeah January does feel like a long what is going on kind of month so, so yeah <laughs> I, I realized I completely forgot that all of my or a big chunk of my exams in university used to be in January is that the same oh, in Canada yeah, no. we have an exam season in January and an exam season in like May time. So in January, think... half of our exams were then. So you were studying over Christmas. And I remember the first time, but when I'd graduated and I didn't have to work, I was like, this is so cool. I don't have to work. Um, yeah, so if you're a uni student, you don't get to chill out over christmas for us i believe the last day of exam are december 20th or 20 something around there that's so much nicer like coming to work May. on stuff over christmas isn't fun yeah and then you got the summer so that does seem maybe i'm wrong because i haven't been in school for a while but i mean my sister did say oh yeah i finished my last day of exams and my friend's last day was 12 yeah. i started uni almost 10 years ago now that is weird. That's so weird to me. I understand when you grow out of it, it's harder to establish a good set schedule. The only time you have a really good set schedule was when someone gave you a schedule or you made your own schedule for school, essentially. And that was something that has always been a, I guess, foundation growing up was the school schedule, like was consistently there so i think jumpstart january would be a great idea for you to keep yourself like on your toes well, all right this is technically work time now um unless if you're on vacation which is the next thing that we were going to mention something that you can do or sorry this is going to be the last thing that we're going to mention for something that you can do when your business is quiet which is actually resting Gemma Which did I forgot about. was an option when Candace was like, oh, you could not work. I'm like, no, Candace, <laughs> we've had yeah. a week off for the year. <laughs> yeah, like, so 
it just so happens that right now things are quiet because of after the holidays, people have already spent, so they don't may not want to spend right now, which gives me some time to actually rest. For me personally, I did not take my shops, I didn't take my shops off um, for the holidays because I don't know. I just, I kept getting sales and it wasn't that I wanted to get more sales. It was more of a, I don't want to close my shop and then people being like, oh, I wanted to buy something over the holiday. You know what I mean? Could you like, not even have it's extended not... your shipping time? Um, I could have, but at the same time, because of the holidays, they already kind of knew. Um, ah. So, yeah, and it was... I still did ship within the shipping time that I stayed that was going to ship it in, but it was more of a, I didn't want to disappoint people by closing my shop. I'm not saying shops that close will disappoint people because one, you already stated that you're going to close your shop and two, people can't really expect you to be working over the holidays. This is just a me thing and my personal anxieties of like, I don't want to disappoint people. So now that it's more quiet, I think I'm actually going to rest because Gemma yeah. knows, but not a lot of people know. I actually worked the whole time over the holidays um including christmas yeah <clears throat> i, I um, was trying to convince Gemma i didn't <laughs> but i was like oh yeah Gemma, i did ship these things on christmas day <laughs> oh dear but also even if you did take a break from your business christmas itself although a lot of people you know have more time to play games and watch tv it's a very busy season just generally socially mm -hmm. Lots of planning for in introverts. terms of, yeah, like you have to obviously plan all your grocery shopping. If you're hosting Christmas, you need to do the gift gathering. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Uh, white um, elephant or secret Santas? No, just like buying gifts as well. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have no idea what general. white elephant is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Canadians. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> What is it? It's a thing where, like, a group of friends, like, let's say, it doesn't even have to be a massive group, but usually it's a group of maybe eight or more people where everyone buys a gift of a dollar value, dollar value, sorry, that the group has agreed to. So standard is usually $20. So you just buy a gift of $20, whatever it may be. And then when you meet up that day, you put a number on your gift and don't wrap it in a way where it's like very obvious as to what it is. So you put a number on the gift, everyone picks out a number and that's the gift. And then you unravel it together. And then near the end of the round, you guys can steal each other for swapping and stuff like, like that. Like in the office, that's the only thing I think of. Have you seen the office? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that, like that. I, maybe, maybe I described the thing wrong, but um, yeah. For a secret Santa, you know what secret Santa is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then there's that too. So that's a little bit different. But yeah, I think the white elephant was something that I think my gifts of me have partaken in because I did make stationary bundles and I think my plushies did get sold for white elephant purposes because I almost sold out all my plushies at Nooks and I still have not replenished it because I am tired. I have not gone there yet <sighs> and I really should. That's what I'm saying. I need rest, mm. but I also can't. But I also should. 
something else that Gemma was going to mention was like you could design as well. For me personally, I don't think designing would mean my business is quiet if I already have the inspiration. So a lot of the times for me, resting, going for a walk or just doing activities that aren't business related because I now have the time to, that's where I find a lot of my inspirations and I put it down in my notes and go like, oh yeah, that's something I can do when my business is down, I guess, the next time and design more stuff. Another thing that you can do related to that is plan your vacation because that's very stressful. And if you're really busy and you try to plan your vacation at the same time, a mistake is going to happen somewhere, either in your vacation planning where you don't realize it until it happens, or you're going to make a business mistake and then you're going to be like, why did I? Oh yeah, because I was thinking of my vacation at the same time as I was working. And that usually doesn't work out. So you need time. Planning vacations mm-hmm. are stressful. Give yourself See, some time. See, I was just thinking of vacation and mistakes. And I remember seeing an article about this British couple that had booked a holiday. It was some popular US location. Let's say New York. They'd booked mm-hmm. flights to New York. But it turned out there was like a place in the UK called New York. So they'd bought flights. No. And they went to the airport. And they ended up going to somewhere else in the UK. I don't think it was actually New York, but it was definitely a well-known place in the US that happened to also have uh, the same namesake in the UK. So, uh, yeah, you need to pay attention to these things. Yeah, like you really need to give... <laughs> like, planning a vacation is similar or is planning a, a, a big event. You wouldn't just mm. go like, yeah. I mean, some people can do sh- small vacations and some people are such experts at planning vacations that they can just do it mm. really quickly. I'm not that type. I, I don't go on vacations. And I'm not saying people who go on vacations a lot. I'm talking about people who are just in general who are like experts at planning traveling because they've always been the type to plan. For those They're kind just of events. good at logistics and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. No, neither am um, I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look at my business. I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, it's it's stressful. Will was asking me to. So to see the thing is, Will was like, okay, for our next vacation, it'll be in the winter, and I don't care where we're going. It just has to be warm. He just wants to move. He's like bird. He's like, oh, it's cold. Let's just fly south. Um, yeah, that's not how it works, but I guess it is in this case. So I'll have to plan for our winter vacation. And I can't see myself having enough time in the summer. And you definitely shouldn't plan a winter vacation that late or that close to winter or else, you know, everything's going to be expensive. So I technically should start now. Yeah, because you planned your vacation last year right mm. when did you i think it was march one yeah i think it was july um i, oh, wow. I felt like it was during the summer um and i'm saying this as though i was involved but i, I was not <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. thank, thank you callum for organizing everything in my life <laughs> i just show up <laughs> um yeah that's Will. Yeah. He just shows up. But yeah, so to go over the things that we mentioned, which was t- today we're going to keep it nice and short. 
So the things that we were recommending that you could do when your business is quiet is to tidy up your physical space just to increase your efficiency when things are busy, as well as tidying up your digital space because it's a mess. Look at it. Um, I know it's a mess. Mine is a mess. So a lot of people's are probably a mess. And two, refining your processes. This again goes into efficiency and stuff like that. Making sure you mark your calendars or things or just refining your day-to-day schedule. Three is jumpstarting January or like this doesn't have to be January. It could be any other month as well if you're busy in January. So this is a time where you challenge yourself to do new things. And four, just resting. So or planning your next vacation. Just get that sleep you know, chill out for a bit because when you're busy, you're going to want to not be busy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. So since you have no control over that, might as well take advantage of the time where you're not needed by anyone to kind of just give to yourself. Yeah. Gemma, do you have any last comments? Um, oh, so one thing I would like to quickly say is please don't be hard on yourself when business is quiet. It can be scary when there's I don't want to use the word downturn but a quieter time in your business financially it could be scary and you can associate that with feeling like you're not doing the right thing but business like sales fluctuate um it's kind of a natural part of running a business um so that's all I wanted to say yeah my last comment would be, this is something that I mentioned last year, is that when business is not on the rise, it doesn't give you a signal and it does not give you a green light to grind even harder because you've been grinding this whole time already. So this actually take this time to really rest and, you know, make sure that the rug under your feet is still there because if you're grinding when you're supposed to be resting and when you're basically allowed to rest really and then you continue grinding when you're not 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 allowed but like you're busy so you're needed someone could really quickly pull that rug under your feet and you're just going to collapse metaphorically obviously yeah but yeah F- physically sometimes too though if you're so burnt out like exhaustion mm-hmm. is a real thing um yeah and you don't want to get to that so i think resting is a good option <laughs> mhm Cool. So that wraps up things to do when your business is quiet. Um, This is just a quick episode. We wanted to get back on the work train (laughs) and recording more podcast episodes again. Um, We will be releasing podcast episodes fortnightly still. So expect a new episode every couple of weeks. And if there's any kind of topics you want to see, feel free to drop me a message. Um, yeah, drop click for gems a message because I'm not that great at checking the hobby tussle one at the minute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, say hello. Um, and also please share if you're listening as well. For some frustrating reason, Apple Podcasts um, is just not showing us reviews people have left, which is really sad. So we don't know if people are really listening and enjoying unless you tag us to let us know. So please do that if you are enjoying the show. And we hope to hear from you. Um, Otherwise, we hope you have a lovely start to 2023 and we'll chat to you soon. Bye, everyone.